Welcome back to the 150K Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Graham. We help take your dreams to six figures and beyond. Today, we have a return guest, Zach Babcock. All of you know him. He's been on the show before, Underdog Empowerment and all. Zach, thank you for coming back on the show. How have you been, my friend? Dude, I'm happy to be back, dude. I've been seeing you grinding and putting, man, consistent and putting out content, killer content at that, man. So I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me back. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I know like on our last episode, we kind of talked about podcasting and what you're known for, but you're moving into a lot of other different realms. A lot of people don't know some of the other stuff that you do. So why don't you let us in a little bit into the other aspects of your world? What are you like looking into doing now and moving toward? Yeah, man. Um, appreciate that question, man. Um, uh, really, uh, just it, it's been cool, man. It's nothing, it's nothing groundbreaking, man. It's actually just me living the full spectrum of my life, you know, which I wasn't doing before I was sacrificing everything for just the business, man. Um, and you know, I guess I'll just share the story with you, you know, what really sparked this really was a a lifelong thing, but dude, I just got a bunch of, uh, a bunch of shit, you know, from over the years stored up, uh, really traumatic events, not just from like prison and stuff that are, you know, here's the deal about trauma. Y'all like, like, dude, it's unavoidable we're going to face it throughout life. So you just got to have a, a way of cleaning it up. And I'm 33 years old and just now learned how to regulate my emotions recently. Um, so all that traumatic events that I've had throughout my bi- life had just been constantly getting stored and stored. And until recently, like the last year, I've been actually found a way that finally get that shit out. And, um, you know, it's helping me become a better man in the process. I'm a better I'm just a better person, a better husband, a better father, a better business owner, a better friend, whatever. Um, so, so that's what I, what it's all about. Um, what I'm pretty excited about. I could go on and on, and there's a lot more to it. But um, really, the the story was, you know, after sacrificing my health and my relationships for for so long, um, after I turned my life around. See, I thought I had reached the mountaintop when I got out of prison and turned my life around. Yeah. Nah, man. <laughs> That shit's just the beginning. You step know what I'm one. saying? Yep, step one. <laughs> <laughs> we got a whole lot of work to do, man. And so um, it's cool. I'm being cool with not freaking out that there's so much work and trying to do it all at once. Like I'm cool with exactly where I'm at right now because I have everything I need right now to be everything that I want to be right now and become that person that I am becoming. It's a, it's a journey. It's not an overnight thing. It's life. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, we could jam all about it, man. No, no, I'm all for it because like a lot of people I work with in the sales world or in the non-critical world are like you were and like I was when I first started in sales. We grind, we push, we sacrifice everything. We don't eat right. We don't go to our kids' Facebook games. We get so caught up in what we're doing that we're actually not living. So, and then the trauma. Yeah, I mean, I'm 45 and I just did my first breathwork session three weeks ago. So like I'm starting to get into some of that type of stuff. Nice, um. So let's, let's dig in there a little bit. How did you even find, did, what made you realize that you were there? Did you just start to burn out or what was going on to get you that Dude, point? I'm so, I'm so glad you asked that question because I was literally going to go into the, the story and I was like, I'm talking too much. Let me throw it back to the host, man. You know how it is, man. Sometimes yep. you get those guests that just go and we, we could go about this, but I wanted to be respectful. But yeah, man. How I got to it, and uh, by the way, I got my boy Rocky. He's with me every day, so if you ever hear a little dog bark, he's a good Oh, that's boy. awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. I love I dogs. Bring, yeah, always bring him with me. But the story, though, man, is um, check it out. Um, when I had last year in, in, the, in the 
very end of 2020, literally the day after we closed on the new house on the 21st. And then the day after Christmas, we moved into our new house in uh, Wentzville, away from North County, away from the ghetto. We had a house big enough finally for our daughter to have her own room instead of sleeping in our closet for a nursery. You know what I'm saying? Like, awesome. That's good. That's definitely good. Yeah. So I, so I did that. And then, and then uh, the next month uh, at the end of January, we, at January 20th, we held our first mastermind. And um, I had uh, down in Pensacola, Florida, and I had people flying all over from, from, from the U S for that. And I was sitting there at the mastermind. I wasn't even happy. I was like, all right, what's next? What's next? Thinking about what's next. I'm like, dude, wait a minute. You got a problem here, man. And then I got home. I started, and then I went to uh, interview Sean Whalen right after that mm-hmm. and uh, literally left the event. And then he's talking about all this freedom and stuff. And I'm like, man, I don't have that right now. I'm like, there's gotta be something more. I didn't know what it was. I couldn't put into words what the fuck it was. Right. But I knew there was something. And I literally got back home and I'm like, man, I literally did everything that they said I would never do. And it still wasn't enough. Yep. And so that's what really set me down this path. But there was other shit that led to it throughout my entire life. But those were really kind of like, huh, you know what I mean? Yeah, like pivotal moments, like where people and a friend of mine said this to me once, and I, I agree with it. Don't let other people make your world for you. Or they'll make it too small or they'll put you in a box that this is success or that is success. And in reality, you know, success doesn't always look like what the fancy cars and all the different stuff. Success for you might be different than someone else. But like you were saying, like you started going through that process. So who did you reach out to or how did you find help? So like, you know, you have the problem, but how did you get to the next point? Because men notoriously don't ask for help. Bro, I try to do the opposite of what most people do. That's like one of my philosophies in life. And figured out a way how to win with that and be like that enigma and sort of sense. Like I literally do that. And so I look at most men and most men don't talk about their emotions. Most men run away from this shit. Most men, they don't do that shit. And they're all talking about winning in business and stuff. And like, you know, it's funny. Cause you see the memes. I got mean, I, I do cartoon memes cause I like to do them, but like you see the memes, like the, the Drake meme. Right. And it's showing like the, he's looking up and it's like, I got the job and it's like 270 likes and 50 something comments or whatever. And then the bottom one, he's looking salty and it's like, um, uh, I started a business and there's yeah. three likes and one comment. That shit's funny, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, I got one where I'm making one about that, about, I just scaled my business to seven figures and everybody's hyping that post up. And then like, Hey, I just healed a deep childhood trauma wound mm-hmm. and get one or three likes. Dude, that's the real shit. That's yeah. the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the shit that moves the needle forward and everything in life, like dealing with your own shit, your own darkness and dysfunction, dude. Cause I'll be the first to tell you, dude. And I get it. I understand this person so well, dude. I can literally, dude, that, that, that alpha male entrepreneur that's dominating in business and like, dude, I'm fucking winning, winning, winning. But you're so fucking scared to even deal with the shit of from your childhood because that shit hurts so fucking much and your ego had no other choice but to take the wheel from that moment on in life and got you to where you're at now and that's why you have all this this outward bullshit success i mean yeah you have financial success that's awesome you do got that but what about your fucking health man what about your fucking relationships does your fucking wife hate you are you fucking showing up for every single, not just game, but every single practice. I'm talking about every single fucking practice and not in your fucking car on the phone, like so many fucking dads do, but like out there, it like involve watching a, a there, not distracted and shit. 
Like that's the shit. Like, you know, that, that shit woke me up, dude. It was like, man, I don't want to be that or whatnot. And I, I get that person, man. And so it's not just trauma though. I don't want to just put that on trauma, dude. Like, dude. So like what I'm, what I'm launching has, not, it's not just, it's not even about trauma. That's just one piece of it. Right. That's shit. You got to deal with however you deal with it your old shit from the past on how you were traumatized by your parents and the traumatic experience that you went through as well outside of the home uh, that you're going to continue to go through for the rest of your life because we all do. It's unavoidable. It's part of life. You know what I'm saying? Um, all we could do is play our part in that, but that's just one piece of it. So, yeah, man, I'm sorry. Yeah, as you can see, I'm starting to get a little fired. Oh, up I like here. it. I love it. I love it. I want, I want to, because you just dropped a bunch of really good things that I don't want people to miss. One, don't be the dad at the game that's not present for your kids. Like, I ended up actually doing baseball and being the assistant coach because I suck at baseball. I mean, but my son played, so I wanted to be involved. So I was oh, on yeah, the dude. bench just doing stuff, you know, just being involved. So don't do that. And you're right. It's not just trauma. It's also the stuff that you deal with as a man, as a person, opening up, growing yourself, because you'll never scale your business past that point if you don't actually fix those wounds or that stuff because you're the biggest reason your company will either grow or fail, or you'll see them crash and do the super great business and then just bomb. Yeah, no, I vibe definitely with you for sure. Cause, cause that ego's so big. Yeah, dude, you get it, man. And, and dude, that's fucking awesome that you do that, dude. Like, dude, I'm coaching football. It's my second year into it and I'm leading the defense this year, but I fucking love it. Now I obsess about it. But at first I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I never coached football before. Yep, yep. I, I, I play, I love the game of football. I played it one year when I was a kid at 11 and a little bit at 12 before I stopped before I totally checked out and shit and went, mm -hmm. went down the deep end. But, um, I didn't know shit about it. Right. But dude, I fucking got on YouTube and started learning about it and started talking to the other coaches and getting into it. And now it's like, dude, I've, I catch myself daydreaming when I'm building the business during the time that I set aside for building yep. the business about the defense, like, you know, about the yep. defense we're going to yep. run on the people and shit and how we're, how we're going to practice and what drills we're going to run for it. Like, well, and the thing that, that your kids will remember more is not what play you called or what you did. Cause I suck at baseball, like I said, and even though I did it for two seasons with them, but that you were there with them and you were present. And that's something that I commend you on. It's huge because a lot of guys do the thing and check the box, like you said, but they're not really doing the thing. Yeah, dude, that's where it's at, man. It's like, it's, it's weird, but I've been slowing the fuck down the last year and a half, and I've been moving faster than I've ever mm -hmm. moved in life by slowing down, and I'm actually enjoying it now. And that's what's, that's the biggest difference these days, man. Yeah, well, because you can't grind all the time. The grind culture, hustle culture, and I'm in a grind culture world with sales and business all the time. It doesn't work. You're going to burn out. You're going to, you know, why are you going to do all this stuff and then not actually succeed at what you want to do or enjoy the trips or your family or what you said you're doing it for. I mean, unless you're just an ego driven maniac and then Bro. you're going to burn anyway. Yeah. It's all right. If you get, you got me, you kind of got me on a, you sparked a lot of inspiration with that comment right there. So one of my problems was for so long that I'm learning to deal with is that I was addicted to chaos, addicted to high stress, high cortisol release, a continuous constant fight or flight response that I lived in my entire life and that I'm training my body not to be in all the time. Like when things got too calm and peaceful, mm -hmm. I'd find a way to go and fuck them up. So that's why like so many entrepreneurs, they have so many fucking projects that they never finish. Because they're fucking and they got this shiny object syndrome because it's always the excitement 
and the 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 the, the draw of the new thing and the, and the and the chaos and the man and the, why do we think we're we're so such great clutch performers we can perform in those high clutch situations because mm-hmm. we live there in a constant 24 7 thing but what do you think that's doing wrecking havoc on the body wise you know what i'm saying like literally physically yeah like, there's literally science and shit behind this like go read the body keeps the score by the doctor i can't remember his name but that there's little literal science and shit behind it like it's wild but yeah man we could go we could riff on this shit man all day yeah. when i think it's important because again in the sales world in the uh you know entrepreneurial world this happens too much that's why 99 percent of this fail because they can only go as far as the person in charge of them a friend of mine said that um his name's Alex Sharfton. I don't know if you know who he is. He literally yeah. said that we go and start and become our own arsonists. Like mm-hmm. people like us, because we're so used to that chaos and learning to just stop, breathe, and be in the moment. It's hard for us, but it's key for us to grow. So like, yeah, like, I, so what have you done to help get better at that? Like you're being present in the moment. Um, you said there's some other stuff that you did. What else has helped you Cause I know we've riffed on it some, but I want to give them some help, some ideas too. Yeah, bro. So I'm launching some shit and that's what it's, this is all about. So like, this is, uh, literally it's just my way of life, I guess you would put it, but I put a spin to literally something that's already been there for thousands of years, man. Like, you know, you see it all the time. Like people got the, they call it the four F's like family finances, fitness, and faith or whatever, you know, they're, they're mm-hmm. four pillars in life. Well, mine is the five pillars. I just break it up because I'm a, I like a holistic lifestyle, uh, but mind, body, soul, relationships, and finance. I believe there's a mindset component, a body component, your soul component, right? Mm-hmm. Your relationship component and the finance component. Um, and for me, dude, like I run this thing, I call it the A5 methodology. I'm literally still, I haven't really, I don't put it out there that much because I'm literally finally after years, like got how I operate. And once I added this, and here's the, the the contradictory part to it, when I added this new tweak back in the in the in the in the beginning of 2021, when I realized, hey, it's still not enough. There's more to life than just business and dominating, winning. Like it's a full thing, right? The full package. So I took how I attacked my business all those years, like how I'm I'm very good at strategic planning and breaking shit the fuck down, starting with the end result and going all the way down to the very you know to the daily mm-hmm. task and shit. So I took that same methodology of how I attacked the business and incorporated this framework to add it to all five layers of life, all five of those. And you attack those goals by having like, literally, I know how the, and this is how detailed I get with it. It's on my vision board and shit. Like, I know how I'm going to die. Like I'm going to die peacefully, not from no terminal. Like I'm literally going to have a long, my family by my side, dying happily, got to say our goodbyes, all that shit. Like, I think about that shit. And, and so since I have such a clear vision of that shit, then my, my daily habits is that's why I hop in a fucking sauna every day and why I'm starting to live a chemical free lifestyle. And I got essential mm-hmm. oils instead of chemicals in my, yep, yep. in my, all this crazy shit, right? I can go on and on and on about all that self-care shit too. It's because of shit like that. I call it the A5 method. No, I love it. I love it. Cause I do a lot of some of the similar stuff. So like I did a cold water plunge recently. I love essential oil stuff. We try to eat very healthy. Um, Stop drinking as much, stop doing things that weren't serving, you know, so that I can be the best version of me I can. So is this like a community that you're growing or a group that you're doing or how are you setting it up? Are you still in that initial stage? Yeah, man. So it's 
I've been building it this whole time, underdog empowerment. And so alpha underdog is literally the evolution of underdog empowerment. And so right now we're recording this. This is, uh, what, what is this? April <laughs> Wait, 20th. On. April to 420, baby. Smoke it up yep, if you smoke, you know. <laughs> 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 but uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, we're recording this uh, 420. All right. Um, at the time, uh, Underdog Empowerment, it, we're revamping this website, right? But it's going to tell the full story on the Start Here page. Right now, there's a Start Here page, but it's just all about business, it's business focus, whatnot, because I haven't revamped that website since 2019 when that's when the focus was. Mm-hmm. Well, now I'm going to be able to tell the whole story. Cause all I've been doing is documenting this whole shit the whole time on the podcast on underdog empowerment, literally from day one, starting the business, you know what I'm saying? And that, that's, what's so cool about it. Cause I, ne- I just can keep on sharing the journey, but um, it's all there underdog empowerment. And then alpha underdog, man, I, I'm launching it in three different phases. Um, I got three different big things for it that are coming out. The first one is an apparel brand. Pretty much mm-hmm. people, I've been hinting to that for over a year now and been lining up people talking about uh, building apparel brands with certain people on the podcast, shit like that. But man, dude, this is so much more though, man. It's like so much more than just the apparel is just to give people the identity to yep. represent and to put out there, right? That's all the fuck it is. You know what I'm saying? What's behind it and what it's about, man, man. I, I, I can't fucking wait. And I can't, I got to keep the other shit under wraps for now. No, that's uh, fine. That's fine. What I do want to commend you is you lit up. Like I've talked to you before, like on the other podcast and we've interacted some, but when you were talking about this, it's like, it's your heart's passion. It's like your whole being just lit up. So I commend you for that. Cause I like, I like seeing that light bulb moment. Like, I know, you know it already, but it's just like, when you see people talk about something they love, it's, it's yeah. just there, which I think it's great. I think Thank it's you, great. Man. So when is that? I know you can't, give us the info yet but when is that going to be released in the next three months six months more so down the road or how 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 can people get involved with it because i know people are going to be interested yeah man and so like with this whole entire thing i haven't been rushing any of it like i'm not in a rush to to, to release it to launch it like it's coming this year uh the, the apparel will launch this year mm-hmm. uh 2022 at least that's the plan way before the end of the year is is the plan but uh yeah, man, I'm not in a rush for it, man. None of it, no more. Like before, I used to always be like, we got to get done. And, and like, don't get it wrong. I'm still a get shit done. Like, hey, let's make a fucking plan. What are we going to do? And let's go fucking do it. Mm-hmm. But but I'm not in a rush to like just check shit off and to get it out anymore and still do an excellent. Like, it's all happening because with this, I can't rush this because I'm still becoming that who the fuck I am. And I'll tell you, the, 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 the phase three is, is the book. I'm going to write a fucking book. All right. And, uh, I'm not just going to write like an Amazon bestseller. I mean, who knows what it's going to turn into, but I'm aiming for the fucking moon with this, you know, and everybody mm-hmm. can get it. Anybody can get an Amazon bestseller. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. like anybody yeah. can get a top rated podcast, you know what I'm saying? But you still do the work and stuff and it's still legit, but this book, man, <laughs> uh, like I've been trying to, it, it's crazy. Cause, uh, it's really hard for me to articulate all the traumatic experience. It's hard for anybody that's you know, has a lot of PTSD, like a, mm-hmm. you know, veterans and shit like that. Like it's hard for them to get it unless they start doing that actual work. And, and the reason why is because they suppress all that shit and they don't want to feel those very hurtful experiences again that they went through whenever this shit happened. But that's the only way to literally get it out and heal yeah. yourself to do it. 
And so I'm still doing a lot of that myself. A lot of that. I just started, man. I like, I'm six months into like really doing like for me, I I'm going to try other therapies and modalities right now. I'm doing an MDMA assisted psychotherapy, Mm -hmm. which helps me bring up all the shit to the surface of past trauma experiences, whatever I need to fucking focus on at that moment, feel it and release it and process it and all that shit. And then sit with it for days and then integration work, all that shit. And it's been the only thing I've ever done in my life. That's ever gave me any type of release ever in my life. And I tried, I I tried, I've done all the drugs and went to prisons and psych wards and jails and institutions. And I've done all the business success and dominate and, and, and break six feet, all that, whatever you want to call it, the high achiever mindset, right? This is the only thing that's ever gave me any type of release. So I know I'm on the right path. Yeah, no. And I think I've, I've had a lot of friends talk about and it's good. And you just sparked something in my head. Is it that most high achievers are just so wanting to get that next high or be who like they don't really know or they don't admit who they are. So they just chase that next high or that ah, next great question. Fix. I love this question, bro. And, and I can only, so I could probably tell you what it is for most men, uh, but it might be a little bit of mixture of other shit and it might be whatever, but I can only speak from my experience. Right. <laughs> for me personally, the main core reason, there's other reasons too, but the main core reason was that I didn't, feel good enough to be my mom's son growing up and you know especially you read about you know the 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 connection between mother and children like that that connection is fucking real right you know Mm -hmm. but uh I didn't feel good when she sent me off the first time uh to rehab when I was nine because I wasn't going to school and I was smoking weeks I didn't know how to deal with the trauma of losing my dad and all that getting bullied in Ferguson as soon as we all that shit um when she sent me away because she was doing that what she thought was best in her, what was in best interest for me and was doing that out of love, right? That still traumatized the fuck out of me because I went to this rehab. I'm nine years old. Everybody's else. The, the next youngest person is 13. Oh, and wow. I'm getting picked on in there. Yeah. And so I get in a fight, get kicked out. And then they recommend that I go to a psych ward. And my mom said, okay, let's send him to a psych ward then. And I go to psych ward for five days and literally thought I was going to die 24 seven in there. Like, like literally, if you want to, you want to know what the psych ward is, you want to hear it from a doctor's perspective that spot the fuck on read the book. The body keeps the score by the doctor. I can't remember his name, the author of the book. And he talks about it and it literally made me shake uncontrollably because it brought back all this shit. And I'm like, that's exactly how this shit goes down in these psych wards. And it's fucking some crazy fucked up sick shit, man. Um, and so that, uh, I was going on a uh, tangent here. <laughs> Where are we going with this? Oh, you're asking. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so, so when I got left for the wolves, right. That's how mm-hmm. I felt. I felt abandoned. Like I was left to die. And my mom didn't care about me and that I wasn't good enough to be her son that my ego took over. And that's why I started this whole fucking underdog empowerment, prove a motherfucker wrong yep, thing. Yep, Duh. Yep. That's where all that shit came from, man. And so that's the evolution of alpha underdog. Alpha underdog is, you've gotten rid of that shit. Like you've, you've healed that shit and you don't need, you feel like you are enough because you are enough. Yeah. You are good enough. And that's the real shit. That's the evolution I'm talking about. And that's how I'm helping. That's why I'm so pa- passionate about this shit, man. Yeah. And I love that. And I think that's something that you have to come to. And I think like I've dealt with stuff too, and just going through life and looking back at past experiences and stuff, you have to get to that point where you're happy being you and you are enough, which is, heart a lot of times because again we want to get this next little goal or this next little thing or you know this next little present we just we accomplish look at me and in reality you don't need that you just need to love you 
Yeah. So I, I commend you for getting to that point. Ed. One last little thing on that, uh, Joe. Uh, man, the, the thing with that I was so scared about was like, man, well, if I go and do all this healing shit or whatever the fuck you want to call it, right? Um, where am I going to get my drive from? Am I, you know, if that's, that's where I get my power from, you know, that's what yeah. got me here in the first place was that darkness and dysfunction and tapping into that. And like, Oh, you, you think I'm not good, good enough. I'll show you, you know, like mm-hmm. that's where I got yeah. all my power. Right. It's bullshit. Um, yeah, it, it, it is where I got the power and it did get me to where I, where I was at in 2021, but it, it, I wasn't getting anywhere else past yeah. that. And it, and, and it was getting ready to come back in a, in a bad way. And, and I tell you what, I'm more powerful than I've ever been from just some of the work that I've done. I still got so much to do, but I'm more powerful than I've ever been being able to know that I am enough. Like yeah. I'm telling you what, man, like that is, I still got the drive. I still got the hunger. I still step in. It still electrifies my fucking soul. Every time I step into the arena, mm-hmm. I still love the chaos. I still perform like a beast under pressure. Put yep. me in the fourth quarter in clutch coach. Let's go fucking win the game. Like yeah. that's, I'm still that guy. All right. I'm just, I also have gotten to a point where I'm able to allow peace into my life now too. And moving and be able to make those decisions from a place of peace rather than from a high unregulated emotional state you know what i mean yeah and now you'll be able to help more people now you'll be able to affect more people because now it won't be from that chaos but it'll be from your commitment and that place of security you have with yourself now so i love that man i love that a lot any other parting words you have for our our audience i know we went down a completely different trail but i loved Mm -hmm. it i think it was great Man, dude, no, I think that was fucking it, man. I got to really express some shit. Usually, like, I, you know, go through some shit. We talk about some podcasts, some business shit or whatever, or just some real life shit or whatever. But um, rarely, it's been a while since I've been able to just go and just express shit. You kind of really pulled it out of me. So I, I really appreciate you today, man, and appreciate hearing me rambling, rambling on about it or whatnot. Yeah, no, I love it because I think it's important. I think it's hugely important in our space. And even with people that are like what I call first step, breaking that six-figure barrier, they need to understand you don't have to sacrifice everything to get to this point. You know, you got to deal with your shit and move forward. But yeah, dude, I appreciate you. Thank you again for being on the show, man. Hey, thank you, brother. And thank you all for listening. Share this episode. You know who Zach Babcock is. Share it to people, men, entrepreneurs, women, don't matter anyone that would be dealing with this type of stuff that maybe they're an overachiever, maybe they're just loving the chaos, whatever they need to hear this episode, check out Zach's uh, podcast as well. Underdog empowerment. It's top 15 podcast for Apple. And until next time, be legendary, love well, and love yourself.